my boyfriend got really mad and threw the egg toast at the cook, which made the cook come around from behind the bar and throw it back at him. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Filling Station podcast. Yo, it's Friday at the Filling Station, and we're here to give you a 10-minute-ish quickie just to lift your spirits heading into the weekend. Yo, Mal, welcome to a Friday quickie at the filling station. How you feeling, girl? Hallelujah. Yes. I feel, I'm feeling good. It feels like summer here today, which is giving me a lot of different feelings. Like for the most part, pretty good feelings. But then I also have this uh, like overwhelming sense of just like, what do I do this summer if it's, hot like this the whole time and like we can't go to the beaches and stuff and it got mm. I was like oh oh gonna have to get a kiddie pool on this shared little rooftop situation <laughs> we have going on how would you guys fill up the kiddie pool would you have to take buckets of water from your apartment yeah we yeah yeah that's exactly what we would have to do that or like there is a hose in the front but it's not long enough <laughs> so we'd have to get an extension and then somehow like boomerang or, like, it fling it, yeah lasso it or something whatever over to the back of the roof it would be it would be a challenge but you know we got time to figure that out it'd be a good workout to carry buckets of water up and down the stairs. yeah it would be it would be a really good workout maybe you could just lower gilly down like on a pulley system and she could grab it with her mouth and then you pull her back up and then you could have the hose Gilly could probably carry the equivalent of half of an ice cube. <laughs> That's like the amount of weight that That's she it. is able to to carry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the changing seasons does present its own issues with quarantine, but also it does give you an opportunity for a refresh, kind of like what you talk about with your new weeks and new months and everything. And we have a bit of good action going on in our backyard. We've we've talked about this a little bit before, but we have a couple of owls and they definitely had a nest going on. And so a couple of days ago, we saw the owlets or an owlet sticking his little head out. And then two days ago, we saw that there were actually two owlets and they're sticking their head out. And now all of a sudden they are venturing out into the tree. And so both baby owls are out in the tree right now and they've been like just hanging on on like these really high limbs and they've just been hanging on for like it's been almost like 24 hours now but they've just been sitting on these limbs. they're still out there oh yeah they're still out there and we had a massive storm last night and so it's like they're just testing their little legs and you can see them and they'll like stretch their little leg out like as far as it can go and then they'll like spread their wings and they're just like getting used to this big wide world that they're going to live in and it's just it's nice it it, it kind of refreshes me and gives me something to look forward to to watch these little owls grow I up I like that yeah I like that it's like refreshing and to think about that new life and um are owls nocturnal you know I've always thought that but I think these are I mean it's definitely been mating season and nesting season and now they have the babies and so I think that they're their cycles are a little messed up, but they're definitely more active at night, but it's just for whatever reason, we can see them during the day. 
I mean, maybe they they're just sleeping heads. in the tree. How yeah, tall are they? Their little bodies. The size of their body? Um, no, like the full grown ones are probably as big as like a rugby ball. Um, mm-hmm. and then the babies right now are probably about the size of like a football. So they're not that much smaller than the big ones already. Whoa. Oh my gosh. I wonder how long they've like been little, little guys in there that you haven't been able to see, you know, the gestation's about four weeks. So oh, wow. about three or four weeks old, maybe a little bit older than that. So Anyway, what are we talking about? (laughs) Well, it's supposed to be a Friday quickie, and we can still get back on track. I think that you have um, a great story to share with us today. I've got a great story, and I do want to say one thing before I get into the story, is that Mallory and I started this podcast as a way to share positivity and weird, funky little stories that we hear and it's kind of morphed into something really fun and kind of all-encompassing so this story isn't necessarily positive but it is hilarious and weird and it is a nice break from reality so uh, i'm here for that i think that falls into positivity so right now i think positive things are stuff that take your mind off of the what's happening around you exactly and Anything your, that can take your worries you. away yeah right. Anything that can distract you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, this is a story from a woman and I found this on Twitter. So don't come at me and say it's not true or whatever, because we're just going to believe that it's (laughs) true. I love how we're so defensive. I know. No one ever comes at us. Well, actually the guy that retweeted it said, if you say this isn't true, then you're a cop. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to kind of go on that same thing. Okay. So my boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We met and started dating when we were both in graduate school, but I dropped out to go back to college to pursue a different career. We are both finished now and live together, making a fairly nice combined income. Our income is relevant because we could afford to eat somewhere nice when we're out and about, but he always wants breakfast food. When he was a child, his dad couldn't stand eating breakfast type food in the afternoon or evening. So his mom would make him waffles and pancakes and eggs and bacon in the evening whenever his dad wasn't around. It's a wonderful and safe memory for him. And when he goes to his happy place, he says that's where he always goes, is goes to eat breakfast food. My boyfriend is an incredibly nice and caring person. He's emotionally tuned in to everyone and recognizes the rising issues a long time before they occur. He loves animals and is kind and gentle with every bug, bird, and pet that he comes across. He he almost almost always willing to turn the other cheek in social situations where somebody tries to insult him or get aggressive towards him and usually winds up diffusing the situation and having a productive discussion about whatever the issue was. Except at Waffle House. Anytime we're out, he wants to go to the same goddamn Waffle House and get breakfast food. I'm not a big eater, so I use I so I used to not really care. I would just drink coffee and read my book while he enjoyed his food. What? But that became impossible once he and this one cook started chirping at each other every time he went there. My boyfriend complained about his eggs one time because he likes them a little runny and they were served hard. The cook responded by giving him scrambled eggs. <laughs> When he brought it up again, the cook served him two hard-boiled eggs. (laughs) I think it was just part of the cook's shtick, and it was kind of funny, to be honest, but my boyfriend was not able to laugh it off. When we left, he was kind of in a bad mood, but we really didn't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) The next week, we were out getting some shopping done, and he wanted to go to Waffle House again. 
I suggested that we try out a different place or at least a different <laughs> Waffle House location, but he only wanted the same Waffle House. We went in and sat down, and once again, the same cook served his eggs wrong. My boyfriend sort of snapped at him that he wasn't interested in messing around and just wanted the correct eggs. The cook, I can feel that. The cook then served him a piece of toast with a hole cut in the middle with a fried egg in it. My boyfriend got really mad and threw the egg toast at the cook, which made the cook come around from behind the bar and throw it back at him. They sort of... <laughs> <laughs> They ended up sort of wrestling and fighting until my boyfriend was like, this is bullshit and walked out. Nobody got hurt, but a few other people in there were watching and laughing a bit. This is the crazy part. My boyfriend keeps going back and ordering eggs and getting into fist fights with the same cook. Oh my. It's almost a ritual at this point. My boyfriend orders runny eggs. The cook serves him some other version of eggs. And then they beat the shit out of each other. I quit going with him after the second fight, but he kept going by himself. They're like Peter and the giant chicken from Family Guy. It's the weirdest thing. They've physically fought like six or seven times over eggs. I've tried to talk to him a few times about it, but he keeps saying it's a matter of principle. I've told him to talk to the manager or something like that, but he just waves me off. Apparently that cook hasn't yet made him the correct runny eggs, but it but it's like he spends the week learning new ways of preparing eggs just to piss my boyfriend off. Good point. <laughs> you have to like run out at some point. Oh my God. The thing is we're getting married this summer. He's accepted a job in a new city and it'll be easy for me to find work after the wedding. So we'll be moving away from his sworn enemy while Waffle House guy. <laughs> he hasn't really been out since quarantine started, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's the first place he goes. <laughs> but my main worry is this strange, vindictive side of him I've never seen before that leads him to fight the same guy every week. The violence itself is an issue for me, but the obsession over it almost bothers me more. Should I be worried about this side of him? Or how do I get him to open up about this? Is this type of obsession a choice or is it indicative of something deeper? <laughs> it's indicative of something Something deeper. is going on here. <laughs> like what is happening? <laughs> I probably am not the first to say this, but is there like some sexual like turn on <laughs> about? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know either, man. I read this and I read it like four times and just the <laughs> that is that is that's off it's that is so off. weird man it's so weird but at the same time it's from an outsider it's hysterical it is it's absolutely hysterical and i mean first of all like waffle house in itself is kind of just like an interesting place to discuss or go down right. or like you know we certainly had like waffle houses growing up i think like there's just so many little things with this story like the whole breakfast thing and then so like it's i don't know could it be like linked to his dad and his dad maybe in the evenings and it's like what is the like psychology around this that is crazy well, the fact that both of these guys clearly have some sort of issue going on and that they both found a dance partner <laughs> at waffle yes. house that, and a dance partner that routinely comes back and dances with them it's just well, right because 
I mean, from like the Waffle House guys, he's kind of he's not a passive partner. But, like he never knows when this guy's gonna come in, and so then when he does, he's like, "Oh, he's, he's back!" Go. Like I'm gonna like he's gonna ask for a whatever egg, and I'm gonna egg. serve him a hard boiled egg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's like, "This psychopath wants more." <laughs> Obviously, like I can't give him what he wants. This guy's asking for Dude, it. It is just so it's like mainly sits with her boyfriend or fiance i guess that is bizarre Dude, that is like literally i don't know if it's literally but that is just like toxic masculinity that is just like dudes a perfect example of just dudes being idiots like dudes being handle idiots. your business dude like figure it out like how how does it's mind-boggling it gives all of us do- does it say where they are no it's just that <laughs> But anyway, oh my Friday god! Quickie. You know the funny thing about this, Dan and I actually did breakfast for dinner this week. Mm, breakfast for dinner, so, so excited! Good. The best. It was the best growing up. But I don't have any ties to it other than the fact that it was just like fun and it was always like just exciting and like special when we yeah. did it. So, and we had we had a lot of fun doing that earlier this week. Oh my gosh! Which does make me think, like, why do people eat certain things at certain times of day? But that's like another episode we could potentially dive into i like that mm-hmm. i like that thought mm-hmm. so mine's really quick tomorrow is supposed to be a half marathon that dan and i were going to run um we did it last year as i mentioned in another episode um i can't say i'm super disappointed to not be running it um but in honor of the fact that it would be taking place tomorrow dan's gonna run it because he's way more capable of me of just getting out there and running 13 point what is it 13.2 um, yeah, 13.2 miles. I'll probably do a run walk combination, but I came across the story of this woman who was supposed to run the Boston marathon, which was intended to take place earlier mm-hmm. this year. It's been postponed till September. My hunch is it'll likely be postponed again. Um, not to put a damper on that, but just saying, <laughs> just saying. Anyway, this woman is in California, as you know, for like people who are in like the running world are often fanatics. So, fanatics, um, obviously yeah. she, I was planning on like traveling to Boston. It's really hard to get into the Boston Marathon. So this person's like obviously pretty into it. But this woman is a Girl Scout leader. Um, okay. Her name is Tandy Wilson out of the San Fernando Valley in California. And so in honor of the weekend that was supposed to be the Boston Marathon, she ended up running a marathon of sorts. Um, I say of sorts because it ended up being longer than the 26 oh it's 13.1 excuse me but it ended up being longer than the 26.2 miles of a marathon she ran over 40 miles and visited all of her scouts throughout the san fernando valley and they all like tracked her on like map my run and no way yeah it's so cool yeah and she created like these stickers called like tandy's unicorn run or something and she would like give these like little like swag stickers to her girl scouts who were all like sitting outside like waiting for her and cheering her on it was like signs and um giving her like water and stuff and you know kind of like a traditional marathon and i just thought that was very cool and um you know you see a lot of people doing inspiring things like that but i just i just like that i love that that was that was so sweet that kind of almost made me choke up a little bit i love that (laughs) it's so soft i'm so soft bro i'm soft as i know tandy's unicorn run so so cute so um, I love it. It's positivity I needed going into the weekend. Yeah, I guess it just goes to show that if like things that you 
we're looking forward to are canceled, there's ways to maybe like adapt and try and still like honor those things and to break up the monotony a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. One thing that they're doing in Kansas city and I doubt they're doing it in New York. Maybe they are, I don't know, but in the evening times, because right now it would be Royals baseball. They they play old Royal baseball games on the radio. It's like you're driving around and it's so nice because it's like a bit of normalcy. Like as I'm like, you know, going to the store or something or just like going for a drive. It's nice to be able to listen to the boys in blue, you know, banging around a little bit. And it's doesn't matter what game it is or if they win or lose. It's just nice to have like that little bit of normalcy. So that's so cool. I love that about Tandy and I love her name, Tandy. I know. Tandy is very unique. Tandy. Tandy. (laughs) This has been a wild week, man. We've had a good week. I'm excited about this. It has. I think the week, to be honest, started a little low for me and it's ending on a high. So yeah, I, so I'm, I'm thankful, thankful for you. Thankful for this. And, uh, same Z's man. Thankful for you and Gilly and Dan and the whole crew and all of our listeners. Email us. We need some listener stories. Yeah. Email us some stuff. We'd be happy to share it. And we hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. We'll see you on Monday. Love Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Filling Station Pod. Don't forget to email us at thefillingstationpod at gmail.com and follow us at thefillingstationpod on Instagram. See you guys next week.